0: Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
1: All right, then, we're back. It's Thursday. This is the Luke and Pete Show. I am the Pete part of that particular um, formula. Uh, Luke is bringing up the rear as some kind of algebraic uh, a b or x or y it's luke moore how are you doing mate
2: yeah good if those of you who don't know me i'm the guy who um uh, hit the headlines a week or two ago by diving jumping into that river and rescuing a puppy from an alligator in florida without dropping my cigar
1: um, <laughs> that was me his cigar you your cigar got very wet during that encounter i thought what a what a waste, what a waste you know what i cigar. thought to
2: myself i thought the only thing more valuable In the whole world, than the life of this defenseless, tiny little puppy is this Mm. cigar that I bought in a pack of eight from Target uh, (laughs) the previous week. So under any circumstances, I will not be dropping it. And I'd rather that the dog drop down dead and the alligator choked Mm. on it than me lose my cigar or my very fetching (laughs) baseball cap I was wearing.
1: Why is the um, why? It is. I thought Target just sold clothes.
2: Yeah, just that was the first thing that came to mind. I don't.
1: Uh, I don't know if they sell um, a bodega. Should have bought it from a bodega. Yeah,
2: but that's they're kind of a New York thing though. You don't get bodegas in Florida, I don't think. Do you not? Mm, No, I don't believe so. I I think they're more of a New York City thing. But I could be wrong. I follow the excellent Twitter account, which I would recommend, um, Bodega Cats where a guy um, goes around all the different bodegas in New York City and takes a photo of all the cats that live in them. Because for some reason, people who own yeah. bodegas also have cats. It might be because I – th- I, listen, I'm, I said this is a bit of a stretch and a bit of a reach, but, Pete, you can disavow me of this if it's incorrect. But I think a lot of the bodegas are owned by
1: um, people from the Far East, and cats are a lucky oh, right, sign, okay. right? So – uh, I, I I don't know about that to, uh, to be honest, but I, I thought they would have like a lot of bodegas have like um deli counters, don't they? It's a bit of everything, isn't
2: it? Yeah, they they sell
1: food, yeah, they do like um, something. They mm. do like like it's like a convenience store as well. But um, Korean it's Korean bodega, isn't it? That is the um the song by the Fun Love um, and Criminals. Fun Love and Criminals, Korean
2: yeah. bodega. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Um, ding, and- ding, 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 ding. It sounds a bit like I Want Candy, which is also in itself yes. a rip-off of uh, Bo Diddley. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I Target, I always get them mixed up with another big store. I think I might sometimes get Target mixed up with Walmart, and one of them sells a lot of mm. guns, so they probably sell cigars as well.
1: Walmart. Walgreens sell condoms and um, Walgreens hair dryers. Yeah. And, well, yeah, so, yeah. I think Hot Topic, they sell goth clothes. Um, the commercialized <laughs> goth clothes um, I think that's about it like, so yeah. all I've got with the, like, with the um, high streets well, of America one thing I do like about um,
2: America, well there's lots of things I like about it obviously, but one thing that, that I do really like is that you can be it's, they, they absolutely love and commit to the idea of the 24 hour shop, so it, <laughs> like, for those listening from the US or from outside the UK, it is not really a thing here even in London, really, mm. to have a prevalence of 24-hour shops. So in the centre of London and, and in the, probably in the centre of big cities, you do get the occasional 24-hour convenience store and supermarket, but even they have to close on a Sunday at a certain time. I tell you, when I go to, yeah. um, when I go to my wife's hometown, which is a, it's just a town. I mean, it would be a similar size to probably Hartlepool or, or something like that. Um, 24-hour pharmacy, no problem. 24-hour bank, mm. no problem. 24-hour everything. It's it's hmm. amazing.
1: It's it's like uh, SO garages uh, are obviously where the the only kind of twenty four hour situation we have here, They're like reliably, if you need something in a in an emergency, um, like a, a packet of Risla, like when I was about twenty, <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent packet
2: of Risla, king size Risla, yeah. SO? yeah, but even yeah. then you can't go in; off. you've got to go through the hatch.
1: Yeah, well, I wasn't allowed in last week because I took a dog in. Um, I d- <laughs> the thing about the the it's <laughs> mo- <that> everywhere, word <laughs> not it based on monday about episode. the modern high street the thing about shops i'm you know i'm a new dog person who has access to dogs um and yeah. i'm a new uh dog owner and i can't figure out what the rules are where, where, why are dogs allowed in waterstones but they're not allowed in the butchers ta- well yeah don't you just tie? Ta- well i mean that's obvious but don't you just tie a dog
2: up outside is that not what happens
1: Nah, because someone nick it, or, you know, I, I don't need that in my life. I, I, I don't like tying dogs up anyway, but, like... No, I mean, that's yeah. just tie it to a post. So I don't mean you tie its hands and legs together. <laughs> like, hog tie it. Yeah. <laughs> you're right, looking It's anything, a man. risk. Yeah. It's a risk. But um but yeah, I, I took the I I was in the middle, I went into the garage, and I had and it was one of those little Costa machines, and I was getting myself a coffee and I picked up a big tray of eggs, 20 more eggs, and I'd set it down as a thing, and the dog was just, you know, on on it on on my string, on, on its leash. And uh i made myself a coffee and then halfway through this blow went, Oi, get that dog out. Huh. And I was like, You didn't have anything on your door saying there was no dogs and he said, I don't care, get it out. And I just left me coffee there. So I should just wasted said, Pete, a Costa coffee. Should have thought on your feet
2: and gone, who said that? and pretended you were blind? And <laughs> he can't get you. This
1: then he'll is my feel support bad. this is my support dog. Yeah. yeah. We don't really have support dogs in England, do we? Yeah. like as in they're not um, accepted as a big hustle to get them on the planes and stuff. There's
2: a guy there's a guy near me who um, who's got two um like Rottweiler dogs and they look mm. they look fierce, right? Mm. And I regularly see him walking them um, when I'm out walking or running or whatever. And what he's done, which I think is quite a nice touch, is he's had put on the leads in quite bright writing, friendly mm. on both of them. So that if, <laughs> okay. so people don't get scared of them, right? So like, they're obviously yeah. really good-natured dog, good dogs, but they've got a reputation. And I thought to mm. myself, oh, that's a really nice thing to do because like if a family's there or they, they won't be kind of intimidated or worried. Until I thought, maybe that's a bluff. And he's literally going yeah, around goring trap, people yeah. using that sign as an, as an access point. <laughs> in which it's case, it trap. should be locked up.
1: Yeah, little. Sh- I, I think all uh, dogs should have little shit written on the side of it. Because, but, but you know, you know, going America, back to that
2: kind of going back to that kind of twenty four hour culture. But also, because I tell you, there is some cities in in Europe that clearly have a very well entrenched 24 hour culture like Berlin would be a good example. No one's in a hurry in Berlin to go out and do something on a Saturday Mm. night because everything's just open all night or whatever. And it's the kind of same in Spain, they're a little bit more laid back. But the other thing that um, I noticed about the US is that they have, so every town, no matter how small it is, not every town, but you know, any kind of sizable town will have Mm. um, a fairly big, at least one fairly big open air shopping mall. Right, right, and there's never anyone there, right? And and so, but they, the shops don't close till like 10 p.m. every day, and mm. it's it's fascinating to me because I can remember watching an episode of Breaking Bad years before I used to regularly visit the U.S. And there's a scene. It's not a spoiler. It's not a big plot point or whatever. But there's a scene where Walter White has bought this amazing car for his son, and because they're obviously meth, he's a meth cook. They don't want to try, draw attention to themselves by buying loads of um loads of like expensive things. And so hmm. his wife says to him, You've got to take that car back like tomorrow. Like you can't keep the car here. People it's gonna stand out a mile. And so he says, yeah. okay, fine. So the next day he drives it, but instead of taking it back, he just drives it to this car park. And does a lot of donuts and like, sets fire to it and mm. explodes. And it used to th- yeah. I used to think that's absolute fucking bollocks. Like, there's no way you're going to do that. There's no way car parks that big would be un- un- unoccupied. There's no way the police wouldn't see you, blah, blah, blah. But actually, when you go to the US, even in a vastly more populated area, like where I go in New England compared to New Mexico, where they're based, like, there's no one there. Like, there's so <laughs> much space. There's no, there's no like, we, we, my wife and I will go to a fucking shopping mall. In the middle of the week, and drive to go and pick something up, and you'll be the only car in a car park for like a thousand cars. You try mm. and get parked uh, in London, anywhere, impossible.
1: But, but you, we drove right through near, God, where would we have been? It would have been out to to Texas, and we're just driving through, and there'll just be towns that have just been mothballed like you'll just go and, and there's yeah. no one in the town it's just an absolute ghost town you just walk around going how is like there'll be maybe one like ice cream shop and like why are you even open like this is not yeah. kind of a thing and, and 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 it'll just be so quiet and crazy and yeah. it, it looks like a set that, that that's been just you know that, that filming has stopped on uh for so many years it's, i can it's, remember um, i mean it, sorry go on I was just saying that, like, um, quite recently, uh, in fact, in the last couple of days, there was this video of a school being moved in Shanghai. Um, oh, where the, the, the Chinese have created this um, incredible machine or matrix of machines. It reminded me of Chris uh, Morris. Allows, allows you to. Just... <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, i everyone said. Yeah, the, uh, the school, uh, the the paedophile that disguised himself as a school. Yeah, yeah, the the, the school, they they move the school. Um, you, you know, I think 180 um, yards yards out of the way of something that they're building. Incredible, incredible work. Yeah, I can remember when my so, father saw so, I me. Mean, basically, visited... we wouldn't need we wouldn't need that in America. That's what I'm saying. No, no it, we there's enough room for everyone. But
2: my father-in-law first visited the UK. Um, he was, <clears throat> I remember he was absolutely incredulous about how narrow the roads are. Like he he just thought it yeah. was crazy at like um for example where we live you have to pull into a space to let another car through (laughs) because it's just like this doesn't happen in the us it's just not it's just not yeah because i guess it's a much more modern country so at the house i'm sitting in now i think was built in the 19th century so like the road itself is very narrow because i guess that's just but they didn't they they couldn't predict the future and how big cars were not fancy buying a new one (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I couldn't afford to, I couldn't afford to buy anything now mate. Um by the way, um <laughs> did you see a few people uh put put this um in my in my uh, in my way but thank you a shout out to Gav who was the one who sent it over first. There's been another mental thing washed up on the beach this time in Australia that's never been seen before by scientists. Have you seen that? Right. No, it's, what is it? It turns out they think it's they uh, so far as of um Whenever the story was published a little a little while ago now, um, it was, it was um, scientists have been unable to you know, officially identify it, um, but it looks like it might be some kind of giant sea anemone. Um, it's got dozens of legs and like a gigantic mouth, uh, and I think it might be a deep sea um, a deep sea kind of creature. But this kind of right. stuff's happening all the time. Like it happens all the time, right? Mm. It's, it's, it's it's mad. I wish we could just drain the oceans and see what's going on down there. <laughs> I mean, we're probably And those like that.
1: creatures that are, that are able to live on the side of those underwater volcanoes, are sulfur mm. eating, breathing extremophile called, Yeah, yeah, incredible. Like yeah, so just, yeah, more they, of that, can, they can
2: they can live like they're, they're, I think I'm pretty sure that that kind of thing is why um, like uh, exobiologists and like and astronomers and 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 kind of astrophysicists are really confident and hopeful about the idea that there will be life found elsewhere because um every single part of the of, of the earth whether it be the extreme cold in the poles and deep into the permafrost and the ice or like you say on the on the side of underwater volcanoes where the temperature is ridiculous and and it's not a very oxygen rich environment there are there are living things like there are also mm. things like i think they're called tardigrades which like they literally go into like suspend animation for hundreds of years, and can be and just can just reanimate again.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I, th- I think somebody tried to. I think I'm I'm almost certain this is the case. I think somebody um, does these little, uh, um, these little models of tardigrades, and they, they, they made some kind of like uh, on Etsy. They made a lot of um, uh, baubles and stuff in, in the shape of a tardigrade, yeah. but they couldn't sell it because like, there were tard in it. I'm fairly certain. Ah,
2: yeah, because they look like little weird little bears, almost. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're but you can't say tar, tar because that's caps. short for
2: the offensive term retar. Yes, basically. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, right. yeah, yeah.
1: Huh? Yeah. Weird. That's weird. Weird. It's a completely yeah, different etymology really for that
2: word. Though, I would have thought,
1: obviously. But I, I just that—that's the problem with machine. Like, that's the problem with, with not even machine learning. Just do, having like a, a blanket kind of silly policy on on something. It it there's no nuance, uh, and that's why, uh, for whatever reason, I couldn't. I don't even know why. But I on Pro Evo 21, I can't name myself Peter Donaldson. It just won't let me do it. It's because of your reputation, <laughs> I don't know mate. Why. Yeah, probably. It's I'm you, probably absolutely blacklisted. Think about all the people who are,
2: who share the name Peter Donaldson who aren't actually cunts that can't name themselves that either. I know, right? It's all, it's all your fault yeah.
1: <laughs> by the
2: way have you seen that thing bubbling under about um, I don't know what the kind of I mean you might know more, more about, no, you might know more about this than me but this thing that seems to be bubbling under with um, Zlatan and some other big football players talking about not wanting to have mm. their, their, their um, likeness used for video games because I'm, I was fairly yeah. certain they got paid a shitload of money for that
1: they do, and I, um, uh, but it's all through their their Pro. Is it free Pro? FIF Pro, yeah. Uh, that yeah. license, yeah. It, it's, it's through that license. So I, I don't think they get a huge amount of money. I think the people who make – I think what's happened this time is – David Beckham, uh, this special edition David Beckham thing has has been made, and obviously it looks like he's made. And and also, there's a lot of people talking about how much money um, David Beckham's making out of this. Uh, he's making more money this year out of FIFA than he ever did as a footballer, et etc. Cetera, et cetera. So we'll um, come up, D-Beck again. The man is a fucking right. machine. He's he an absolute stop machine. Money. Can,
2: I, can I just interject there and just say? Without getting too uh, into the detail, I might have told you this already, mm-hmm. but I don't think I have. I've, done, I've definitely not told our listeners that um, I, I was in a, I was involved in something fairly recently about a project which we never quite got off the ground about doing some football stuff. And it was looked into a load of different names that we looked into to, to attach into it. And we actually got agreement in principle from some quite, quite big names. And yeah. um, no word of a lie, I was doing it through an intermediary who 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 had a good, um, a good angle into uh, David Beckham. And was told via this intermediary that there is, and this is a direct quote: "There is no amount of money available that will mean David will want to talk about his time plan for Manchester United."
1: <laughs> like, yeah. it's just like that's insane, interesting,
2: isn't it? Yeah. Why yeah. is he?
1: Why is he just not up for that?
2: Don't know. Doesn't want to do it. Doesn't want to. Apparently, just doesn't want to. I mean, yeah. he'll know that. Mug me off by bringing a sign out next week, but um, that, that's what we're told. <laughs> so I mean, he's, he's a very, very. Uh, Hard nosed man when he knows what his value is, so I'm not surprised at all that he got a load of money for that.
1: Oh, I mean, he like you know, like that's so put West a load of other players' nose out of the DVD, say so again, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So, so yeah, so I think I think it's that uh, agent and um, Mina Rona, Viola. yeah, yeah, uh, he's, he's getting upset, but but it's all it's it, this has been happening for the best part of 20 years, so you know. Put put your willy away because you've already sold that. That's what FIFA Pro do. They sell. Yeah, so I think I guess it would too. be
2: impossible, wouldn't it, to do it on like an individual basis. Oh,
1: it would be. I I would say it. I think EA Sports are watching the um the, the the dust getting kicked up with interest i think uh because mm. if they actually had to uh on a play-by-play basis negotiate uh, my god can you imagine what that would be can you imagine how much that would cost yeah oh my days that and would be so difficult
2: is it is it so i mean i don't know the detail of this but i know a lot of people say pro evo which of course doesn't have access to all these different intellectual properties. Um, still does really well, and people like that game. But is it just not nowhere near the amount of sales that FIFA does because of the because of the name that's got attached to it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's it's. You would say the 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 game quality is a bit more arcadey and a less simulationy. So no matter you know if if you're into that, uh, it probably ticks a lot of boxes compared to FIFA's offering every year. But yeah, I think. Um, they don't have the licenses, so you, they weirdly, even though it's a Japanese game, Japanese company, they don't have the J League. Con, uh, Is it Konami? Unless you play on mobile, Konami. Yeah, yeah. They, they they they've never um, they've never had the J League license in, in in the last few years. But it's a it's a fun little um, it's a fun little game. There's a lot of fun. But um, yeah, they they've got uh, individual licenses with like Liverpool and I think Juventus. Yeah, because Juventus, um, so are they have the rather. players. Uh, you, oh that's right yeah they're not yeah so, they, so yeah they, they've signed a separate contract with them um, and so all of those players are correct but yeah all the rest of them are like you know um, Tyneside Tyneside United and stuff <laughs> Don Peterson yeah.
2: um, Don let's have, Peterson let's have a quick break Pete because we did say on Monday that we would do some emails this week and we need, yes. sure we, speak, uh, we need to make sure we fit some in so let's take a break now and when we come back we'll read some of them out lovely old
1: job
2: Join us for a very Clash of the Titles Christmas because we're doing what every family does at this time of year: arguing about which film is better. We've proof this pod is good for your Elf as Elf takes on Santa Claus the movie.
1: With Santa Claus the movie, for years I couldn't walk past a slice of ham, <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? reaching for it like a grubby street. Yes, Santa Claus. We're doing that festive thing of overindulging in sweet stuff It's the holiday versus love actually I've never seen women apologise so much for being women as in the holiday And yes, they are Christmas movies We've got Die Hard versus Lethal Weapon I'm so bored of that question, so let's flip it is Christmas a die movie? <laughs> <laughs> That's Clash of the Titles this December. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Clash of the Titles is a Sukarnov production. Merry Christmas! All right, we're back with the Luke and Pete show. If you want to get in touch with the show, hello at LukeandPeteShow.com is the way to do it. I'm going to start off very, very quickly, Luke, if that's all right with you, with a very, very quick email. Hi, Luke and Pete. Assuming Luke has just enjoyed a massive turkey binge over the Thanksgiving period, how does he feel about the prospect of enjoying another one in about four weeks' time? Good to see him back, though. Best wishes to you both, Paul. A really lovely little message from Paul's iPhone to our eyes. Thanks, Paul. Um, Yeah, yeah, so... uh, what tends to happen
2: is I go to the US and I eat my body weight in food, of which turkey is some part of it. and normally get back around the first week of December, then have a few weeks of just going to Christmas drinks and mm. then squeezing down some turkey on Christmas Day. I, I, I'm one of those people that, if it's cooked well, because of course it can be very dry, I don't actually mind turkey. My wife won't go near it. She doesn't like it at all. And I know a lot of people feel the same, but I'm all right. I, mm. I, I'm quite, I'm quite, um, non-discriminatory when it comes to meat, I'll eat whatever. So um, mm. it doesn't really affect me too much. But obviously this year is a bit different. I don't know if we're even going to be able to have a, a kind of work Christmas drinks or anything, are we? So um, yeah. I don't know. It's just one of those things, I suppose.
1: How is it? How's it? Like, I, I still don't really understand the whole substantial <laughs> the substantial meal thing is a cop-out, and I don't really understand how – if are you allowed to drink – are you allowed to – if you have a substantial meal and drink outside – and it's freezing, and but you're but you're you know you've got a heater next year or something. Does it? Can you do? You, you have to leave immediately after you've finished your food. No, I think you get a two-hour slot, don't a, you? But it just
2: reminds me of that scene that in The Inbetweeners when you all just like car car-free dinners because he, <laughs> yeah, exactly, because they're he not eighteen. To share
1: it around. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, thanks for the email, anyway, Amazing. Paul. I didn't actually have any turkey on Thanksgiving this year because it was just the two of us, oh, and um, Mimi is not into it, so we just um, ate. Um, I did a big thing of mac and cheese, which went down well. We did some meatballs. We did some mashed potatoes. And Mimi made two different types of uh, tart, which were both delish. So, Lovely. Um, I think I sent you a few pictures, didn't I, Peter? But you don't like the fetishization of food, do you? So you probably weren't that into it.
1: Yeah, I printed them out and uh, put them on the wall and said, I don't like this. Throw darts at them. it. Yeah, throw so darts um, it, yeah.
2: What about this email <laughs> from Alec, uh, who says, uh, Hi, guys. You talk of Screaming. last Monday's show with uh, Mark I remember that and he said it reminded me of something that will almost certainly ruin every film you watch from now on do you know about this Peter?
1: I do actually The Wilhelm Scream yeah the Wilhelm Scream Yeah,
2: apparently um, it's the same scream sound effect used in almost every film and TV show. So every Star Wars film has used it, every Disney film, Marvel, Family Guy, The Mm. Simpsons. It's like a game trying to spot it. And once you do, you can never go back. There are also numerous compilations of clips where the scream is used, as well as the history of the recording. It's quite fascinating in a weird kind of way. I can't believe you guys have got to 331 episodes and not talked about it still loving the show alec from essex now i don't think we've talked about it and i I kind of it is interesting because i've never really considered that before that they just used the definitive screen
1: for Mm, i think after i think it i think it first started in 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 in, um like sort of the. middle of the middle of the last century and they and and i think after a while it was used so much that it became a bit of an inside joke for directors to put it in there that kind of um, right okay yeah, as soon as you as soon as you know what it is you will hear it everywhere from indiana jones to to, to whatever like you know it, it, quite um well uh considered and well-read um directors use it all the time as a little kind of little gag but the the Wilhelm scream is very sort of like ah, 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 and i'm sure right. no, i'm trying to do it now it's like kind of like <laughs> like it's a, it's a scream, nor nope and really does. Right. But uh, yeah, you, you hear it more often than that. It's, so, it's actually quite interesting that, sorry, go on. I was just going to say the sound, the
2: sound recording uh, for movies, like the stuff they do in post and the way they kind of simulate different sounds, it's actually mm. a lot more interesting than people think. And I think a lot of the sounds that they're simulating aren't actually created by what you think. So for example, I know that the best sound for films for rain is actually sizzling Bacon. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. So they use the sound okay. of sizzling bacon because I don't think rain I think the sound of actual rain is too subtle.
1: Yeah, and also I think um they uh for broken limbs they use celery, don't they? Oh, do they? <laughs> well you couldn't <laughs> you use an actual it, limb, they? could you? Well, I mean you could, but I mean you'd be you'd have to be breaking uh, big beef bones over your knee. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, I, don't,
2: I suppose so. I suppose you could use like animal bones, but I don't think you can say, Oh, you know, Brad Pitt's going to be in this movie and he needs to break his leg in it. So we're going to break his actual leg. And there's only one <laughs> no, there's only no, one run up no, of this. Yeah. So make sure you get the yeah. mic in the right place. But, <laughs> but there's also, there's also, isn't there also a really, I was, I was reading something about um, big budget movies a while back where they were saying that it's actually really um, difficult to, to get scenes and then make them consistent. So, they have to do things like... So say you've got a big on-location shoot and you've got two days pencilled in for it. Obviously, no matter what happens, even if the, if the forecast is to be the same weather for both days, it'll still be slightly different. The light will be slightly different or, mm, or yeah. the mist level will be slightly different or the moisture in the air. And they have to kind of simulate that. And there's a whole team of people on these big movies that has to go about trying to do that, which is something you never really consider. And then in post-production they have to then go systematically through all the different things in the scene that look out of place. So for example, if you're doing a shopping mall scene where someone's running through a shopping mall, you're going to, there's going to be someone who looks at the camera. Do you know what I mean? And you have to Mm. kind of, you have to kind of make, um, make that right as well. So so much goes into it, obviously.
1: Yeah. And also like you are, And and people wonder why there's so much stuff done behind green screen uh, these days. I mean, most films, most film actors will barely do anything on location because there are You've got too to many variables. A, 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 too many variables. It's really expensive to close down streets and stuff like that, and you may as well. There, there's a favorite. There's a famous. Um, something I was talking about on a brunch point a few weeks ago. Actually, there's a famous crossing. It's there Leicester Square, effectively. Uh, the Shibuya crossing in in Tokyo, um, and it's it, you know our Oxford Circus uh, crossing. Um, used to yeah. be like just a four way crossing, and then it turned diagonal. Hmm. um well that was that was uh that was in 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 tribute so to speak uh to the, the, the Shibuya crossing because it's a, it's a diagonal crossing and it and there's something like you know billions and millions of people have used it every year it's a it's a crazy popular but it's an iconic uh place um and some enterprising person has just made everything um ground floor level and lower um they've basically put uh, put the whole thing together um from 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 the tube stations to the asphalt to the to the um the, the partitions between the roads and stuff they've made like a mini not even mini like a full scale, scale, yeah, scale we'll just or, the a or version of yeah for people to film that um and obviously they provide the the other buildings in post as a as a 3d model file that's something. brilliant because it's 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 such a such a good idea but on the on the Wilhelm Scream thing there's an interesting thing happening at the moment where Uh, a lot of um companies uh are going to twitch you know like the the video game streaming uh, company that helps it's like the youtube for video game streaming so people just stream their stuff talk about it and uh and, and and make a little bit of cash um a lot of um creators are getting their channels blacklisted because uh because um movie studios um musical rights holders are, are are making sure that you can't use certain uh music or most commercial music in in your streams effectively so people are losing out on money people are losing getting blacklisted from their own um uh, companies and stuff um and but the the problem is that a lot of video games use published uh music and published incidental sounds that they've bought themselves they've bought the license to but it's getting caught of course if that so if that gets used in a video game that can also be used in uh, a film which it can also be used in a song um and each of these people who have paid for the right to use this are you know themselves um exercising the right to protect their own content so it, it comes back on the content creators that they're losing out because they may have the license to it or they may be playing a video game that the video game rights holders positively ask people to to, to stream their video games um but obviously um you know that piece of music or that piece of recorded um uh, media has been used elsewhere or created elsewhere uh, for a certain reason so it's it's i, I think automated rights management is making a lot of headaches for a lot of people it's a tangled uh, we web sort of it's a tangled web it's a tangled web and i wish we could i wish there was a way for us to use you know um rights protected music in, in podcasts but they you know there just isn't a license for it and anybody, own, anytime Peter. you do and we should create our own and anybody who does use uh licensed music is 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 being a bit naughty so there mm. you go but you love being naughty I know I love it. Right not Monday night. Not when I. Not when I. Not when Luke's company might get in trouble. <laughs> I hate to see you sad. I'm always.
2: I'm always kind of. What, what would you say my most common emotions are?
1: Um. Yeah, pretty upbeat. I would say. Aroused, usually aroused. Yeah. Yeah, I am actually, and that's that's helpful uh, when you work from home. It's less awkward. Exactly. Uh, shall I round up the show with a quick email? Yeah, please do. All right, then. This is from. They haven't left a name, and I'm not going to read their email address out, out so they're going to have to just deal with that. Uh, Hello, Luke and Pete, and Pete and Luke. Growing up in Gosport has many pros and cons. One massive upside, though, is the uh, stories it produces. At my primary school of St. Mary's back in year six. Oh, I know St. Mary's. Somebody She's played them a get, play against them at football. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there you go. Somebody yeah. smeared shit all over the toilet oh, and for it, across f- the hallway. Sake. I want to know. <laughs> does this because i remember i think i told you about this uh story in do Pete's uh law back in the day that somebody at the uh hartlepool power station wrote in human shit i love shopping yeah um on the wall of the toilet which really just ticked a lot of boxes. i told you about the guy who broke
2: back into the the office i worked at after
1: a christmas party and took a shit on the stairwell didn't i took a shit on the stairwell mm. lovely old job some people are obsessed um, with it they love it uh, fortunately for this fecal bandit they were not sure who committed the crime so what they did was conduct an internal investigation Gareth Keenan style all of the boys were interrogated by one of the teachers to work out who did it unfortunately these interrogations merely consisted of being asked did you throw the fecal matter to which everybody uh, just burst out laughing and a culprit was never found many years later I was having a drink with my mate a few months back to which he admitted to being the poo bandit that fucking bastard oh. hope you're having <laughs> hope you're having a show it just says hope you're having a show have a yeah. good day um i are not going to read at their own time, who... are we? <laughs> well, people who have thrown shit about, I want to know what they thought about, like what they think about the time that they throw sh- through shit around. Do you know what it reminds Cause... me of every time? It
2: just reminds me of that time that that viral video of that old lady at the zoo with that chimp throws some poo at her and just hits her right in the face.
1: Oh, right in the nose. Yeah, it makes her like, like into a witch. It makes her nose into a little witch's nose of poo. Yeah very enjoyable it's never
2: really been my thing you know doing that type of stuff but no. it obviously does happen it obviously happens look gosport is a funny old place i told you it's there's only one road in and one road out it's a peninsula <laughs> surrounded on three sides by water and it generates mm. a lot of shall we say quote unquote characters i like it it's a bit like i reckon hartlepool's probably similar yeah
1: we, um, they were uh, exploding the, um, the, the, they're cutting down a big um, oil rig, um, in Harlepool. That, that's their major job this year. is uh, taking down this massive oil rig, in wow, uh, in the ocean. They were they, say again? Is it no, no, no they, they they've dragged they, they they brought it back to 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 take it down. Right. And uh, they're uh, currently just doing. I think some parts they haven't just explored because it's just quicker. Is Stuart it's involved really just blowing up these massive. <laughs> no, Stuart's not involved now. Is it he, keeping uh, your oh, of I, development? Honestly, um, so I, I think well, I think I said this on the uh, on the Stacano uh, thread a little while ago. Um, over the weekend, that's something that happened. Uh, plumber came round. Uh, he found out who my partner was, and then he said, "Oh, my my, uh, someone in my family worked for Absolute Radio," and so it turns out this plumber is married to my cousin, and it's a cousin I've never met. How weird! What are the chances of that happening? Nikki eh? Nicky Campbell turn up and do that kind of long lost family <laughs> bit. Are you going uh, to are you going to
2: go and catch up with the cousin?
1: I said I'd I said I'd have a drink, but I'd, but again it's it's my, my they didn't a bit want strange it, from his side of the family, but they have not got a reply. Um but no, yeah, very weird. Very, very weird. But they live in my town. They live, they live in the town where I where That's the weird. was. Very, no, very it's weird. it's a small very it's a small
2: world, mate. It's a small madness
1: world. Madness.
2: Crazy oh, yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. There we go. we well, listen, listening if you there do you meet on. that cousin. Let us know you get on. Maybe we could do a Luke and Pete show special. Uh, That'd be (laughs) nice. Um, I'd I'd enjoy listening to that. But anyway, listen, let's get out of here. We've gone for as many emails as we can. I know we promised to do Mm. more, but time does run away with us and we have to dedicate as much time to other projects as we do this. Um, So we need to go. Um, Hello at com is the email address. We always love hearing from you, so please do get in touch. As I said on Monday, drop us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. That would make our... Day, uh, Thank you very much for listening today. Uh, and we will catch up with you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Say goodbye, Peter. Goodbye. Ta-ta. And it's goodbye from me as well.
1: This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network.